Keeping the faith in the family. Keeping the family in the faith. His scripture is perfect and applicable. The more that we study, the more biblical. Our lives can become, we can even be fun. So long as the truth is our prize. O Lord of all, make us holy and wise. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and start your 30-day free trial at faithfamilyradio.com slash audible. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey there, welcome to the Faith and Family Radio Show, episode 19. Today, we have a great topic, something that's very important to this day in Christian society. We are talking about does God still speak? And Elaine, you you know that this is a very serious topic at hand. Right. The charismatic community has just kind of blown up lately. Um, and with that comes the the doctrines or the belief systems of, you know, things like speaking in tongues, things like healing, miracles, all that kind of stuff. And with that, God speaking to people audibly, or at least them feeling an impression of some sort. So, yeah, um, this is very, very popular, especially in, in a lot of American churches. So it is important that we discuss this. Right. And before we get into the meat of the matter, mm-hmm. it's been a while since we've had a show. <laughs> just, so just a little bit. <laughs> someone might not know exactly what's going on with us and why right. we've been gone for so long and... They probably want a little update. Right, right, definitely. Well, I think the big issue at the beginning was just your work schedule had gotten so out of hand that it just was not easy for a couple with four young ones to get in a show every week like we were wanting to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just kind of is a matter of like trying to get back in the swing of things with um, we like to record on the weekends, and but you have ministry Friday, and then you just right. crash. <laughs> You're so tired Friday night that Saturday is really the only option, and Saturday is our errand day. So, yeah, it's it's a little bit chaotic in our house, but we've been anxious to come back because we love doing this show. We love our opening song. We love the topics we discuss. It's just we feel like it would be a very edifying show. Yes, and I have to say, I have been encouraged by looking at the download numbers over the past few weeks, and we are consistently, even though we haven't put out a show in the past few months, consistently we are getting around 100 downloads a week. Nice. So that's new people coming to hear the show and hearing what we have to say, and praise God that he is using it yes. for his glory to edify his saints. That's all we wanted right. for this show to do. So praise God and thank you, listener, for listening. Mm-hmm. And as always, it's it's just yet another opportunity where you and I can come together and do something, which we love. I mean, we have never been one of those couples that's like, yeah, you and I can never work together. Like, right. we, we love it. <laughs> we, we do. We Even before being Christians, we... Right would like working together, you know, in retail and stuff like that. Yeah. We, we enjoy working together. Right. And with our ministry, we always are looking for other opportunities, other ways to 
work together to work alongside one another mm-hmm. so having the faith and family radio show is a great way for us to do that mm-hmm. Amen. when we have the time <laughs> to get it done and i do believe like god created woman to work alongside her husband for whatever he's called to do she is to be you know his help meet she's to she's to help him in, in whatever he's called to do and even if that's, you know, like if he's working at a job, she can't follow him to work, but she can make his lunches and pray for him and encourage him and just do all sorts of things to, to lift him up and to help him in that area. Yeah. A little and- off topic, but <laughs> I thought that was important to touch on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it hasn't just been my crazy schedule right. and my laziness that has kept us from <laughs> doing another episode of the Faith and Family Radio Show. We've got a bunch of new stuff going on. Right. Like a whole network of shows. As you probably know, I do a show called Witness Radio, mm-hmm. which I try to get out every week. It's more like every couple of weeks nowadays. Mm-hmm. But in addition to that, we have added two new podcasts that we do. Mm-hmm. One of them is a supposed to be a Monday through Friday show called daily witnessing tips from witness radio this was started as a kind of a segment a commercial segment for an am station Mm -hmm. in the cincinnati area they had asked us to do this daily segment for them and well we said if we're going to do it for you guys we might as well turn it into a podcast so go to witnesstalkradio.org if you want to hear those daily witnessing tips they're only 60 seconds long so they're very quick but I think they're fairly well produced. There's lots of information in that 60 seconds. Right, right. And and uh, I, I've noticed, honey, that you might be just a little bit of a podcast addict. Because we've, <laughs> we've got that one, and then we've got Bible 365. Right. And I am a podcast addict. I love <laughs> podcasting. I hate the work that is involved with podcasting but i love to podcast but you also you listen to podcasts too you're big on like forget the radio i'm gonna listen to a podcast so i mean it's not just like oh i'm gonna put out a bunch of podcasts you listen to them as well so yes in fact (laughs) my my podcatcher or my podcast app that i use to listen to podcasts is called podcast addict (laughs) i listen to so many podcasts and i love listening to podcasts so much that i actually listen at like 1.5x speed so at chipmunk level (laughs) right they all sound like chipmunks to to elaine sounds fine to me i I hear everything just fine Mm. but anyway bible 365 getting back on on topic (laughs) bible 365 is a seven day a week podcast Mm. where it's basically me just reading the bible it's a one year daily bible reading plan that i'm going through right and what i do is i edit it down so that you don't have to worry about any annoying chapter breaks mm-hmm. to disrupt you from your reading. And you can get your daily Bible reading in in about 10 to 15 minutes every day. And if you don't like to read, you just listen to me read it for you. So. You know what I love about at least two of the podcasts that I know of is it kind of has started with you seeing an area that you're struggling in or that you would just like to do better and spiritually and that's really been the motivation, not like, oh, I want to create this huge fan base and make a lot of money and, and become super popular on the internet. You're like, no, I I stink at this or I struggle with this or yeah. I just want to grow in this. So I'm going to do this as a way of dealing with it. 
And it's an, it's awesome because it's a way to uh, bless and encourage others as well, not just you. And that's just really sweet that that's your, your heart. Well, I hope that that is a blessing to others, all, all of the podcasts that we do. And I have to apologize if you hear any of our children. They should be asleep. <laughs> but they are still awake, making noises. And, well, that's just life with four children, five right. and under. Hey, well, Todd Friel has the like the train that goes when he's doing his show. Why not <laughs> copy him and have some sort of background noise? Right. <laughs> that, that's our excuse, totally. Yeah. And more changes. Speaking of our children, we have another child that has begun homeschooling. Right. Gabriel is getting to be such a big boy. He is, my goodness. And it wasn't like... Where we were like, oh, we'll start homeschooling him now. He was watching his sisters and he's like, mommy, I want to do schoolwork. Mommy, I want to do schoolwork. And I finally just caved like, <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> I'll try. And it's uh, so we have three and Lydia just graduated preschool. So she's in kindergarten. So we've got a preschooler, a kindergartner and a first, almost first grader. Yay. So. Good job, Lydia. <laughs> so, yeah, we're in the throes of. Of homeschooling, and it can take up quite a bit of our day when we get going, and yeah, or when we're not going, when and we're struggling. When, <laughs> and when you have three homeschooling, you really have to focus all your energy on those children, mm. so everything else gets neglected. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Don't make me cry on the radio show. <laughs> Needless to say, if anyone wants to volunteer to be our slave, I mean, our maid and nurse and all different kinds of things and chef and yeah right all that good stuff you, you just let sure. us know contact us at right. faithfamilyradio.com but we also um another update we just went on a trip this past weekend well it started out just ryan going on a trip but we like to do everything together so that yeah. did not last very long <laughs> <laughs> well it didn't help that everyone at the ohio fire conference was like Where's Elaine? We miss Elaine. Where are the kids? We want to see the kids. So I decided to get everyone on board with emailing and texting and Facebooking Elaine saying, you really should come out for Saturday. Right. You know the phone that explodes that they put out? That that was like pretty much my phone. <laughs> and I love that I know my husband well enough to be like, I bet he's behind this. <laughs> But it was really sweet, and it just—I already missed everybody, including my husband, and it just made me miss everyone more. And was like, well, I was already thinking about maybe popping over. Ah, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so that <laughs> but, was a real blessing. Yeah, I, I even had the head guy of Ohio Fire, Striving right. for Eternity Ministries, Andrew Rappaport. He put it right on his Facebook <laughs> wall. Elaine Muniak, where are you? It was great. You know, the only thing that would have made it like just untoppable is had you gotten Justin Peters to like message me. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I probably could have gotten <laughs> him to do that. Awesome. He he was such a humble and amazing guy. I, I got to sit in on him. He was just awesome. He was talking about the, the attributes of God this week, this yeah. weekend that we went to. And it, I got to say, it was so nice to hear him not talk about the Word of Faith movement. Not that that's not good. Right. Because he does that so well. Right. He, he does a great job with that. But it was nice to see that he knows more than just that. Mm -hmm. And he does it very well. He does. I, I sat in on his talk about 
God's wrath. Oh, oh, really? I, I was I was salivating over how deep and rich the content was from mm. that talk. And Elaine was telling me that his other talk that she sat in and on was really good as well. It was just so like God magnifying and man being brought low like it should be. Like God is this just so far above and beyond us and all his attributes and we're just wretched sinners. (laughs) So it was super good. But I didn't know he had talked about wrath with you. I'm going to have to like see if I can't get some audio for this. this. That sounds really good too. Well, knowing Andrew Rappaport, I'm sure you could go to strivingforeternity.org and find out how you can purchase the entire set of audios from the Ohio Fire Conference. Right. The children of Lima, Peru, face many difficulties. Hunger, neglect, abuse, and most importantly, a lack of the gospel. Heart of Christ Ministry seeks to bring the gospel and to fulfill the other needs of the children. Please consider partnering with us. You can sponsor a child for just $25 a month, and there are many other ways to help. Please visit hofcm.org. You're listening to the Faith and Family Radio Show. So, Elaine, (laughs) does God still speak? That is a loaded question. (laughs) Because if I come right out with probably my stance, there'll probably be people that are like, hey... So let's... We do encourage you to listen to the entire episode before making your judgment. Right. So, um, and we're going to try and be fair about this, even though we do have our opinions and our beliefs based on scripture. Um, so, but we're going to try and keep this a little bit more balanced. Um, so we do see God speaking to people in scripture. That's clear. Like, there's no denying that whatever side of the fence you're on, God does talk people in, in scripture. He talks... He talked to Moses. He talked to Adam in the garden. Um, God spoke to the serpent. That's not really a person, but he spoke to him. Um, Well, the serpent was the devil. Right. Um, He spoke to Jonah, Noah, Job, Jacob, Isaiah. Can I I just say that list is like a list that I would love to have as, you know, people I can interview on Witness Radio. (laughs) So, Moses, what what was it like dealing with those Israelites for the 40 years in the wilderness? Well, see, witness radio probably won't be necessary in eternity as far as, like, teaching people how to evangelize. But (laughs) if you can tweak it somehow, maybe you could have your own podcast in eternity. (laughs) You never know. (laughs) You're like, oh, Ryan, even in heaven has a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. But yeah, so we see and uh so we see a lot of prominent people in scripture speaking directly to God. What was the purpose behind God speaking to these men? Well, there was a few uh reasons. Sometimes it was to warn uh people of trials that were coming or judgments. Um you know, he spoke to Moses um before uh the 10 plagues happened and before the Exodus. Um before they got the Ten Commandments, um, he spoke to them, again, back to Moses, to call people for a certain pu- purpose. You know, he spoke to Moses with the burning bush. Um, the big purpose, uh, a lot of times, was just to make himself known to man um, so that we could know his character, who he was, what he expects of us. Um, and when, again, when he um, exercised punishment against us because we just can't seem to get 
our act together. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, those those were the big purposes behind man speaking to people in the Bible. All right, so we see that there are examples of God actually speaking to people in the Bible Mm -hmm. audibly. Mm -hmm. But what about today? Do we see God audibly speaking to people today like he did back in the Bible? That's a good question. There are many people from all different religious backgrounds that make the claim that God has spoken to them. But I think ultimately the claims are irrelevant if scripture says God doesn't speak anymore. Mm. And then of course, yes. And then of course, if God does speak, then it's important to go to the scriptures and say, does this contradict or does this complement scripture in any way? So it's really, those are things we have to consider. Um, and one of the first verses I want us to talk about in regards to this is Hebrews 1, 1. And Hebrews 1 is believed to have been written by Paul. And it was written to the Hebrews. Um, not that we can't learn from it, but that was the audience it was intended for. And Hebrews 1, 1 says, Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days... He has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom he also created the world. So this verse um, says that God at one point did speak to us audibly in many different ways, whether it's dreams or visions um, or just um, through a burning bush, things like that, but and through the prophets. But in these last days, which we are in, right, honey? Correct. Um, He has spoken to us by his son. So that means that we don't have new prophets anymore, for one. Um, Two, where do we we hear from Christ? I would say from scripture. Mm, From the Bible. Right. Right. So I got to say, I love the book of Hebrews just in in general, because you get so many answers to the harder questions that are out there today, Mm -hmm. like, about the Sabbath, Hebrews 4. <laughs> Does God still speak? Hebrews 1. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's great. Mm-hmm. So now with this, it, it says, but in these last days, he has spoken, mm-hmm. not speaks to us, but mm-hmm. spoken to us by his mm. son. That's a good point. So has spoken. Right there, looking at that, mm-hmm. would you say that God is still speaking mm-hmm. to people? Mm-hmm audibly outside of scripture Mm. or is it only through scripture what was that quote that was going around a while ago that was like if it if someone is claiming god has spoken and it contradicts scripture then it should be discarded but if it aligns with scripture then it's unnecessary so it really Mm -hmm. kind of talks about like how the canaan is closed and anything that god if you know anyone claiming that um god has spoken even if it aligns with scripture it's like we we don't need anything further. Second Timothy three sixteen and seventeen says, "All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work." We're not lacking in anything. We have everything we need in Scripture. Um, one of the things that I is a little bit uh, scary with people who are so into extra biblical revelation is that 
they are claiming to be hungry for God, and yet they are throwing away their Bible for a personal experience with Jesus. Mm. And there's, I'm not saying that it's wrong to have a relationship with God that's personal and to experience, um, you know, the comfort he can bring and the peace he provides. But um, I do think it's dangerous when we go solely based off experience and do not uphold scripture to the highest authority. That's dangerous. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be the main issue mm-hmm. in this situation is what does scripture say versus what does my personal experience or my personal feelings and thoughts say? Mm-hmm. And many times people will take their personal experience mm-hmm and elevate it above the Bible, above what the Bible says, above what God says in his word. Another thing that is, that concerns me is when people are seeking that, like, I, you know, I want personal revelation is they're saying the Bible's not sufficient. The Mm. Bible is not, um, it's not enough. It's not enough. Right. And, and a lot of times it's like, are you saying the God of the Bible is not enough because the God that you're experiencing doesn't line up with the God of scripture. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we have to be very careful. Whatever side of the spectrum you fall on, whether you do believe um, that miracles and tongues and things of that nature have ceased or not, that we always have scripture as our plumb line, as our as our, our moral and, and just bi- uh, spiritual compass that would guide us in all truth and not just what we feel and think and experience because our experiences and our thoughts and our heart can be dece- deceived. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just have to be very careful with that. Now, let me ask you this. We know that we shouldn't base a theology or a doctrinal belief on just one or two scriptures. Right. So are there any other... Bible passages that discuss divine revelation. See, it's funny that you mentioned that because I wanted to be fair about this as I was preparing this. You know, I kind of come up with the notes for us and you provide so much just on the fly. But um, I went to John Piper because I knew he is a respected charismatic. Um, So I went to his website and he had an article um, which was kind of a rebuttal for John MacArthur's Strange Fire Conference. Uh-oh. And he had some verses that he touched on. And it, I, I didn't feel like any hostility from John Piper or John MacArthur towards each other on mm-hmm. this. I just want to say that. Um, it was very much like we consider each other bro- brothers, but we disagree on this. <laughs> mm. um, so that was nice to kind of see that. Um, but he, I'm going to give a couple of verses that I saw. And it was 1 Corinthians 14, 29 is the first one. It says, let two or three prophets speak and let the others weigh what is said. So we see a couple of things here. One, um, we see that um, if you believe um, in uh, God giving revelation, that there's a plan for it. That it's not just... Um, how you see in the charismatic churches where everyone's speaking in tongues at once and prophesying all at once in a very incoherent and chaotic manner. They're not, you don't see people on the floor falling down and barking in the Bible. Things like that just aren't biblical. Um, And then you also see that um, the body is to discern what is being said, that it's not to just be taken as authoritative. It's to be tested. I mean, even 
I believe another scripture that John uh, Piper gives is to test the spirits. Yeah, it says, do not despise prophecies, but test everything. Hold fast to what is good. So um, any prophecy that's been given in the past should be weighed with scripture, most definitely. Mm. Um, I think it's interesting. I'm just looking at the context of that first verse from right. uh, Pastor Piper. And it says that... You know, let two or three prophets speak and let the others weigh what he said. Mm-hmm. It continues. It says, if a revelation is made to another sitting there, let the first be silent. For you can all prophesy one by one so that all may learn and all be encouraged. Mm-hmm. And the spirits of prophets are subject to prophets. Mm-hmm. For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. Right. So what does that mean? That means that say someone comes to you and says... I had this prophecy that you were to be given a great inheritance that you're supposed to have a million dollars, but only if you sell everything you have and give your money to the poor. Just an example coming off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. You need that. That needs to be tested. Mm-hmm. You know, every prophecy that is presented needs to be tested. Mm-hmm. A, number one, tested against scripture. Amen. Don't just accept whatever someone says because they can be lying to you. And not everyone is an apostle. <laughs> right. Yeah, so don't don't believe because they have claimed an anointing that mm-hmm. what they say, um, you know, they're not the Pope where they can um, take away what scripture has already said and be like, oh, yeah, it's okay because I'm anointed. I can, you know, God told me it's okay to take, to remove this one thing and to add this new thing. It, it doesn't work that way. And, and by the way, the Pope can't do that either. No, he can't. <laughs> but Just they to like clarify. to think he, that he can in the church. <laughs> yeah. But right. I mean, again, 1 John 4, 1 is another one Piper gives, which says, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out from into the world. So wherever you stand on the spectrum, both of these godly men would say, go to scripture. Mm-hmm. Piper is not saying that we are to live by experience and to just um, go all Sarah Young and say, okay, God, speak to me. Um they're not anyone in, in in orthodoxy would say, go to the scriptures. Right. Imagine Jesus walking onto your local college campus. What would he say? Would he be like Matthew chapter 9, seeing the people harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd? And say, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. At Christian Collegiate Network, we are sending workers into the harvest. We are training students how to proclaim the glorious gospel. If you want to support our ministry at Christian Collegiate Network by becoming a campus leader or financially, go to changeyourcampus.com. Keeping the faith, the faith in the family. You brought up Sarah Young. Someone listening may not know who Sarah Young is. Sarah Young is a lady who has written a book. Well, she's written a couple of books now. But the first book was called Jesus Calling. And she may have actually written a a less popular book before that, but getting off track. Jesus Calling is a major bestseller. And it's making its huge, way around the huge. Christian realm. And I think they've got a kid's Jesus calling now. And I mean, Oh, they've got all different kinds. Oh, yeah. But essentially, the book is Sarah Young telling others about 
a personal revelation that she had from Jesus. Mm -hmm. The problem is that if it's a personal revelation from Jesus, mm -hmm. then it's scripture. It's Yeah, it's at the same level as scripture. When you say, God told me, you're saying that this is up there with scripture. Right, because what is scripture? God's word. word. Right. So if Jesus is speaking to you, then that's God's word. Right. So Now, they're not going to come out and say that. No. They're going to try and deny that. But no, that's exactly what it is, if it's true. Right. If it's not true, then they are a liar. A false prophet. A false prophet. They need oh, to wolf. repent. <laughs> they need to put their trust in the real Jesus, the right. biblical Jesus, the Jesus that doesn't give them personal revelation today, except through his word. Well, we see what's sad is that there are so many in this movement that just, I mean, orthodoxy is not a word that they are familiar with because we got Todd Bentley is one. And sadly, way back in the day when I was, um, right before I was saved, I was watching a lot of TVN and he was one I actually did watch. Um, well, he claimed that God told him to drop kick people in the face and punch them. And I'm sorry, chapter and verse for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh. he's definitely an interesting character. He's not the only one. Did you see the video that's been surfacing on Facebook that's, um, it's a couple of different guys that have been like all violently baptizing people. Mm. What is up with these false teachers and like taking out their aggression on their congregation? <laughs> that's just wrong. Yeah. It, oh. it just goes to show you that it a lot of the false teachers are all about the show. The entertainment, right. the experience. Mm -hmm. It's not about scripture. Right, but that's I'm, a big red flag. I'd be going there to get healed, and if someone's kicking me in the face, I'm going to want to be like, hey, give me back my love offering. <laughs> you know, like all donations final. Right. It's just, it's amazing what people will claim God has said, and then the people that agree with this, like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Really? No. It does. And I can't, we can't talk about people who have made outrageous claims claiming God was speaking without mentioning Benny hmm. and not our son, Benny, although <laughs> it's about at that level. <laughs> uh, Benny Hinn has said some crazy things over the years. No, um, I, I just got to say before you get into that. Oh, I'm sorry. If someone can make you look like a Sith Lord <laughs> from how you interact with people, you probably aren't a solid Bible teacher. Oh, and if you have no idea what I'm talking about, Google search or YouTube search Darth Benny, Benny Hinn, Darth Benny. Or something to that effect. Yeah, Darth Benny or something like that. And it is hilarious. Anyway, continue. <laughs> I went on my little rabbit trail. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. It just, yeah. It, whenever you're dealing with, with false teachers, it's just like, wow, this is... You, it's unbelievable that I'm even having to talk about this, but it, mm -hmm. it, it it's a reality that we and there are people who are deceived and following these ministries and giving tons of money to these people, and they need to be called out. Yeah, and so, the problem the problem is why do they get all these followers? Because these people aren't going to the Word of God. Amen. To hear from God, mm -hmm. they want to hear from God. They need to go to the Bible. And I'll tell you, if if we get these people in God's, well, soundly saved, let me start with that. They get soundly saved, we get them in God's word, they can't stay 
following ministries like this. They can't. Right. I mean, you cannot read the word of God in its proper context and and stay in these false teachings. It just doesn't happen. I mean, you and I can speak from experience with that one. Right. Um, we the were Holy in, Spirit guides you right. out of there. Amen. Pray And praise God for that. Praise God that he offers discernment and wisdom. Even, I mean, just as as young and immature as we were in the faith that he got us out of some of the stuff he got us out of. Um, but anyway, back to Benny Hinn. He uh, has claimed that God told him Jesus would appear at a gathering he was having. That's that's one claim. Well, that's one way to get people to show up to your party. Jesus will be there. Well, okay, but isn't the whole you know basis of scripture that when Jesus comes, it's going to be in judgment, <laughs> Benny? <laughs> Not so, only that, but I think I remember seeing somewhere every eye will see him. So what's the point in going to your party if I'm going to see him anyway? Right, right. <laughs> I tell you, though, if our pastor said Jesus is going to show up, I'm going to be like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to be reading my Bible, because that means, you know, it's judgment time. <laughs> I don't want to be doing anything not biblical, like attending a Benny Hinn conference. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, so Benny, he is definitely an interesting character, because he likes to put his foot in his mouth. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> by the way, uh, recently his headquarters has been raided by the FBI. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Anyway. He has also made some false predictions, like predicting that Fidel Castro would die in the 90s. Right. It's now 2017, and Fidel Castro, I believe, just died last year. Right. So he got the year a little off. I mean, the guy still died, right? (laughs) Yeah, about 30 years off. What is up with these... Okay, at least with who is it? Jonathan Edwards, the the one that the psychic. At least he would be like a little bit more vague with his predictions. Like that's a pretty specific prophecy right there. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, if you want to, if you want to keep your following, let's keep it to a bare minimum of like information, so that you know, right? You For don't example, get caught. <laughs> I I prophesy that the Faith and Family Radio Show will have episode nineteen coming out in the future. <laughs> right. <laughs> of course, as soon as I air this, that prophecy will be false right. because it'll be in the past. Ooh. Uh-oh. Uh-uh. Am I a false prophet? <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said that. So now people don't just claim to hear God on their own behalf. There's this thing where like where people are basically like self-proclaiming themselves to be prophets and and offering predictions to other people. Mm. Um and uh, that happened to John Piper, actually. This woman prophesied over him. And I just want to read you this quote um, that I got from his website on the matter. It says, a lawyer one time prophesied over me when my wife was pregnant and said, your fourth child is going to be a girl and your wife is going to die in childbirth. And that lawyer with tears told me that she was sorry and she had to tell me that. So I went home and I got down on my knees and I said, Lord, I am trying to do what you said here in 1 Thessalonians 5, 20 and 21. And frankly, I despise what that woman just said. It proved out that my fourth child was a son. And I knew as soon as he came out that the prophecy was not true. And so I stopped having any misgivings about my wife's life. She is still with me now, 30 years later. That's the sort of thing that makes you despise prophecy. I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and he brought up uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, uh, 20 and 21. Right. Which says, do not despise prophecies, but test everything. Right. Hold fast what is good. Right. So right there, he 
he believed that people could prophesy. Mm-hmm. But he also went to scripture, which said, test it. Mm-hmm. Don't despise the prophecy if it's a bad prophecy, but test it. Well, and then know. hold on to it mm-hmm. if it's good, which this one wasn't good. So he got rid of it. Not only this, but it's just he this woman made him obviously concerned for no reason whatsoever. Right. I mean, you tell someone that their family member is going to die. Obviously, they're going to be upset about that. Right. So, I mean, it's just, again, like, it's just so dangerous, this this whole movement of, like, self-proclaiming your, yourself to be a prophet and God. And, and I think even if we feel led to share something with someone, say we want to expose a sin in their life, it's we need to tread very carefully not to be like, God told me. I think at best we need to say, I felt led to share this with you. Mm-hmm. We need to be so careful because... Think about the condemnation people are under when they do stuff like that, and it's not coming from God. Mm-hmm. Um, they're saying, God has said something he has not said. They are putting words into our Lord's mouth. That's very dangerous. Right. And and God is holy and righteous, and his character is so important. He's not going to let him, his name be just dragged through the mud like this. You know you should read your Bible every day, but things just seem to get in the way. How would you like it if someone else did the reading for you? Bible 365 is a new podcast that reads your daily dose of scripture for you. There's no annoying chapter breaks to distract you or personal commentary to confuse you. Just listen to God's Word on Bible 365 and you'll get through the whole Bible in one year. Go to muniacfamily.com slash Bible 365 or find Bible 365 on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to the Faith and Family Radio Show with my mommy and daddy, Elaine and Ryan Uniac. What about people who don't say that God spoke to them audibly, but they say they felt impressed by the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. to do something or that something was going to happen? Like, you know, I just, I felt like the Lord wanted me to give an extra $10 this week mm-hmm. in the offering plate. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times I'll follow it up with, and lo and behold, the church needed that extra $10. Mm-hmm. What do you say about that? Or what does scripture say about that? You know, is there room for this mm-hmm. personal but private revelation? Mm. That's a good question. Um you know, there are definitely times where we feel impressed to get into witnessing conversations with certain people or, you know, there are times where we're in those conversations where we just feel compelled to pray for them. Mm-hmm. Um, is it the Spirit's leading? I would say yes in a way. Um, but again, we still have to be careful. We don't want to over... We don't want to turn everything into a God directed this or... um you know, you, like you said, you know, lo and behold, the church needed that $10. Well, then praise be to God that they got it, but they would have gotten it through someone else if that were God's will. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to be careful that it's not a, a matter of self-praise when we do things like that, mm-hmm. um, that the glory is truly going to the Lord, and we do truly feel like the Lord would have us to do it. Um, but, you know, there there are people, I'm sure, that would even misuse that and say, I really felt like the Lord wanted me to have a divorce. Mm-hmm. Again, scripture. Right. Scripture is so important. Yeah. Now, I personally am under the belief that God can use impressing upon people mm-hmm. or compelling people to do things. 
But you need to still, like Elaine said, you need to still test that Mm -hmm. against scripture. You know, she brought up a great example, feeling compelled to witness to someone Mm -hmm. or to hand someone a tract. I have that happen all the time and I am so disobedient. Mm -hmm. I I hate that I have to say that, but it's true. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll feel like I need to give someone a a tract Mm -hmm. or I, I, that I should talk to someone about the gospel Mm -hmm. and then I clam up. I don't, or if I do, you know, I, I feel this burden, burden Mm -hmm. to share the gospel with someone Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I can't really put my finger on it, but I feel like it's the Lord or the Holy Spirit guiding right, that. Right. But it always comes back to scripture. Where do we get that that desire is um through faith, through through the reading of God's word, knowing that this is his will that we would uh, share the gospel with the lost. Mm-hmm. Um that is the compass and um and again, sometimes, you know, the impressions aren't about feelings because because it's like something like inside you is like everything in my flesh wants to be like, no, I don't want to do this at all. Mm-hmm. And But yet you still feel compelled. Um, I don't know if there's, I mean, like we could go to scripture that would talk about the Holy Spirit leading and the Holy Spirit bringing conviction. Um, and I so I think it is Spirit biblical. Guides. I think it's very biblical, but I don't think... Um, it again goes into that category of like God speaking to us audibly, even in our inner being. Mm-hmm. I think it's more like a nudging. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's more of a, you know, just the Holy Spirit working in us and pulling us in a direction more than like, okay, Ryan, it's time to go and witness to this person. It's more of a just a, a draw. You're being drawn. You yes. Know? Um, but that should not be considered God speaking to you. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you, that I will question people is they'll say, oh, I just felt like God told me to do this. And I'll say, what do you mean by God told you to do this? Mm-hmm. Do you mean he audibly spoke to you or do you mean right. you felt impressed by the Holy Spirit to do something? And you notice so many times when people say, I felt God wanted me to tell you. It's never repent. Mm. It's never about sin. It's never about being holy. It's just, you're special. You're important. God's got a great plan for you. Mm. It's it's never something that would be hard to hear. <laughs> um, although this woman with John Piper, that would be something actually that's kind of hard to hear. But I mean, there's no, there's no talk of judgment and repentance. Like there's no like God told me what you did last night. You need to go and cry out to him and pray that he doesn't kill you in your sleep. You know, you don't get that. L- l- like Nathan, <laughs> when he went to David... About right, Bathsheba? right. None of that. It's all fuzzy feeling. God, or God told me to that you are to send me money. Right. That's that's another one that's pretty popular. <laughs> God told me He wants to bless you, but, but you, only if you sow a yep. seed into my ministry. Right, right. <laughs> so I think we pretty much covered this question, which is: If d- divine revelation still occurs, how do we discern what is from God and what is not? Well, Scripture. How do we discern what's what's from God and what is not is going to the scriptures, knowing God's uh, nature, his character, knowing his commandments, mm-hmm. um, knowing the things that he forbids that he considers to be abominations. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all good things to to help us to discern if God is leading us in a certain direction or not. And now I will say, 
you can also go to your elders, your pastor, Amen. and seek godly counsel regarding any perceived revelations from the Lord. I just pictured us going to our former pastor and saying, we feel like God told us and just imagining <laughs> the response of that. <laughs> like, but oh, I will, that's hilarious. I will say that while you can get some godly wisdom from your elders and your pastor, mm. they don't trump scripture. Right. Scripture in context. Yes. Not just picking, you know, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven or whatever the verse is that people often misuse. Right. Um, no. You we there is a proper way to read scripture. Yes. It's not a I'm gonna close my eyes, point, and oh that I'm claiming that verse. I used to do that. I did too. <laughs> Oh, notice how we never claim the bad stuff, though, like judgment and God's wrath. Right. Uh, let's see. What's God want to say to me today? Luke thirteen three, repent or you will perish. Uh, no, that no, was got to turn the page. Uh, my finger is fat. I think it was a different verse. <laughs> Again, it goes, I found the quote that I was talking about earlier. It's John Owen. It says, if private revelations agree with scripture, they are needless. And if they disagree, they are false. This is kind of where I stand on the spectrum of divine revelation. I feel that Canaan is closed. And I feel like if God, if I were to, you know, someone were to claim God said this to me and it was in alignment with scripture, it didn't need to be said. If it contradicted um, then obviously we would need to talk about repentance at that point. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of quotes regarding this issue, I love the one by Bodie Bauckham where he said, the Lord told me is no substitute for the Bible says. Amen. If you, if you can't say amen, you better say out. Better say out. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bodie. So what if two Christians have contrary revelations? This is something that I like to bring up because you got two people claiming the same, you know, the same uh, source, but they're giving different stories. Obviously, one is wrong. Right. At least one. <laughs> here, here, here's an example. God told me that I'm going to marry that girl. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, God told me I'm going to marry that girl. Well, God isn't a polygamist. <laughs> so which is it? Or, you know, God told me I'm going to marry her and the girl's like, I don't want to marry you. <laughs> God <laughs> told me stay away from you, you heathen. <laughs> Who's right? <laughs> or, or you know, what if a, a guy does that, how does a woman say no to that? Like, she'll feel like she's in disobedience to the Lord if she's like, well, I'm really not attracted to him. He's not a godly man in any sort of way. Um, I think I gag a little when he's in the room, but, you know, God told him, so I guess we got to walk that aisle. No, obviously, we need to be um, careful. <laughs> um, again, you know, you can't have two people claiming different things and, and say that that was all divine revelation. I think I heard a quote once that like 85% of prophecies given in the church are false. Mm. That should tell us something about divine revelation today, I think. That should tell us something about the state of the, the church the church in America. Right. Not not the actual church, but right. people attending church. The buildings and the people in them. Right. Yeah. So what are the dangers of hearing from God if it doesn't contradict scripture? I'm sure there are people who may be listening who are like, what's the problem if it is in alignment with scripture? It's it is it's not really sin, is it? And 
I would just say um, that when you're so focused on hearing from God, a lot of times you're not going to the scripture for wisdom. Um, So you become dependent on God talking to you personally rather than learning from what God has already said, um, what God has already done. You're you're focusing solely on your own experience. Um, Everything is based on what you're impressed with, what you're feeling. And and then when you go to scripture in those moments, they're often read out of context or to claim – divine blessings like oh you did this for david lord and you're no respecter of persons because that's scriptural Mm. (laughs) it's like god doesn't show partiality but you're misusing that verse Mm -hmm. to say well if god blessed solomon with wealth then he's got to do it for me no it doesn't work that way right even if it doesn't contradict scripture i still say beware be cautious be discerning yeah be in your bible how would you like a free gift seriously Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to check out their service. They have over 180,000 books to choose from, which can be a bit daunting, so I recommend God Has a Wonderful Plan for Your Life, The Myth of the Modern Message by Ray Comfort. It's a great book that I think every Christian should get, and it's read by Ray himself. To download your free audiobook today, go to faithfamilyradio.com audible. Again, that's faithfamilyradio.com slash audible. You're listening to the Faith and Family Radio Show. I think this is just a, a, an episode on Bible reading at this point. <laughs> just get in the <laughs> word, please. Um, you're claiming God has said something. So if it doesn't happen, if it doesn't come to pass, it means one of two things. God was lying, which his character and nature is revealed. Um, as Bible revealed says in scripture. he can't lie. Right, exactly. Or you made a prophetic announcement that didn't come to pass, and that makes you a false prophet. And And the Bible says we should kill you. (laughs) It says we shouldn't trust you. (laughs) Okay, so that was Old Testament. (laughs) Yeah, and just remember, we have to give an account for every, not just, I mean, the Bible says every idle word, um, but I think just every word, period, is is to to keep in mind with uh, with this subject. Every word that we speak, how much more so when we're saying that we're speaking on behalf of God? Um, you know, in the Bible... At that point, does your idle word become an idle word? <laughs> you're, you're so punny. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, speaking on behalf of God is an awesome and a terrifying thing. Um in the Bible, it talks about how teachers and preachers are under greater condemnation, will be held under greater condemnation. So we got to be very careful when we are claiming that God has spoken to us. Um, you know what? One more quote from Justin Peters, who we recently saw this past weekend. He says, if you want to hear God speak, read your Bible. If you want to hear God speak audibly, read your Bible out loud. Mm-hmm. And I would change that just slightly. I would say, if you want to hear God speak audibly, listen to Bible 365. Okay. Cheap plug. (laughs) Anyway, we are very quickly running out of time, so we're going to try and wrap this up by sharing one last question, and that is, what about these reports that we have been hearing recently about Muslims Mm -hmm. having visions of Jesus, and they're converting to Christianity because of it? Right. Um... And you know, it's hard to hear stories like that and not find them compelling 
because these are people who are totally different belief system and who would you would think would otherwise never come to Christ. And they're they're claiming that they saw Christ in a dream and Christ spoke to them and now they are hardcore followers of Christ. Um to the point where they're, you know, sacrifice or risking everything. Mm-hmm. Um and I, you know, I heard someone speak about this and talk just about how like a lot of this could just be because they've already heard the gospel. And, you know, when you go to sleep, you digest what you've done and heard throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And I could believe that. I could, you know, um, I had a dream ooh, years ago before I was a Christian about uh, Jesus coming on Judgment Day. And basically, I was condemned and saying that I didn't have enough faith. And I tell you, I woke up terrified. <laughs> um, looking back, was that God speaking to me? It, <sighs> I don't know that he was speaking audibly but he may have used that dream mm-hmm. um to definitely bring like a, a conviction and a knowledge that i was not in a right relationship with him mm-hmm. um in well, fact i would say you know people who say like you know they've been to hell or or been you know had dreams like how i described where god has condemned us mm-hmm. i would find that much more believable than the ones of people visiting heaven and where god's just so happy with them and thinks they're oh so special mm-hmm. um you know with me my salvation experience we were in a church and somewhere between entering the church and leaving the church i got saved but it wasn't the church that saved me or anything like that. There was mm-hmm. no prayer, no walking down the aisle, nothing like that. Right. But during somewhere during that time, I felt impressed by the Lord that I was a hypocrite mm-hmm. heading to hell. Mm-hmm. And that terrified me mm-hmm. to see the truth come out. Mm-hmm. And while I won't say that God spoke to me audibly, it was so powerful. Mm-hmm. That it would, it's like it might as well have been audible because mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, God, God very clearly told me mm-hmm. that, that I'm heading for hell. I need to get right, right with him. And that's just the thing. If we're not going to listen to his word in the Bible, why would he take the time to speak to us audibly? Exactly. That's, you know, if, if you just speak to me out loud, Lord, I'll believe it's, that sounds like you're challenging God right there for mm. one. And mm-hmm. two, you're saying your word's not enough. Yeah. Um, that the word that men have died for to preserve and to get into our hands today. Right. Um, but going back to the Muslims with the visions of Christ. Right. Two things. One, go to faithfamilyradio.com, episode 19, and you'll find some links to more information about those visions. Right. But you want to test... Yes. Even those accounts right. with Scripture. Right. Is what they're saying lining up with Scripture? Mm-hmm. Or is what they're saying contradicting it? Mm-hmm. You know, when they talk about the Jesus that they saw in the vision. Yes. Is it, what does this Jesus look like? Mm-hmm. Is it the hippie Jesus that's all about the, the love mm-hmm. that doesn't condemn sin? Mm-hmm. That doesn't say repent? Right. Or is it, the biblical Jesus, the one that says, repent and believe the gospel. Repent or you will perish. And what Jesus they they claim to have seen will be reflected in the way they're living as well. Mm-hmm. 
How are they living? Are they out there sharing the gospel, warning people to flee from the wrath? Or are they just walking around talking about how much God loves them without any sort of mention of their sin? Yes, definitely look at their lifestyle. Test what they say according to scripture. Right. So while I do stand on the uh, cessationist end of things where I don't believe God has uh, appeared in dreams and visions these days or I don't believe he has spoken audibly, um, it doesn't mean that I think that these people are all um, lost. Mm -hmm. I do believe there are Christians who maybe... um, are having dreams that are being misrepresented or they are still immature in their faith and under some bad teaching, Hmm. perhaps. Um, And I'm a little looser on my view. I do think God can use visions and dreams Mm -hmm. to impress people Mm -hmm. uh, to do certain things, but I would not take them at their word. I would test it against his word and... I also believe that God uses, uh, compels people to do certain things. Like Mm -hmm. he compels me to share the gospel when I don't want to or whatever, a certain person he wants me to speak to. And I just want to encourage um, our listeners um, to check out John MacArthur's Strange Fire book because that was really good. That was what really um, encouraged me to take the stand that I do. And and they actually did a whole conference they did. called Strange Fire, right? Where, where can they go for that? Gracetoyou.org or gty.org um, and look up, you know, Strange Fire and you will find all the messages from that conference. It was really good. It had Conrad Mbewey, it had John MacArthur, Phil Johnson, and a couple of other uh, speakers. It was really, really good. I, I would encourage you to do that. Um, but I'd also encourage you, you know, check out Piper's claims. Check out someone who's solid in the charismatic movement and find out why they believe what they do, what the scripture teaches. Um, you know, we don't want to just be one-sided. We want to know um, all the, the spectrum of orthodoxy and um, and wherever you land, love one another. Don't um, turn a, an issue like this into a primary issue as if it's the gospel mm-hmm. because it's not. But I do say that those who are in very unbiblical territory, I would share the gospel with them right? <laughs> because I would be concerned for their salvation. Um, but yeah, just as long as they're in orthodoxy, make sure that you can still have respect and love for the other person. Yes. That's very important. And one last time. Go to the Word. Amen. Get into God's Word, the Holy Scriptures, the Bible, and don't get out of it. (laughs) Don't go away from it. You can't go wrong if you are feasting on God's Word daily. You are daily in prayer asking for discernment. If you are living a holy life um, and striving to resist temptation and sin, I mean, these are all things that we should be doing, period. But these are things that are going to um, help you when things, topics like these come up and you're like, what about this? Well, scripture kind of gives us an answer. And um, prayer and scripture gives us discernment and the Holy Spirit's leading as well. Um, so, yeah, don't just go, oh, well, they're doing this in a church. It must be okay. Yeah, they do a lot of things <laughs> in churches these days that are not okay. Right. So, don't don't let that be your discerning factor. Amen. Todd Friel also has, uh, was it Psalm 119 conference that he put out? 
Drive-by discernment. Ah, yeah. Check that out, too. Drive-by discernment. Well, that's all that we have for today on episode 19 of the Faith and Family Radio Show. I don't know if we re- remember to share the website, but it's faithfamilyradio.com. Or check us out on Facebook or Twitter. Right. Don't forget those. We want to hear from you. We want to know who you are and why you uh, like listening to the show. And if there's anything you want us to touch on, let us know. Go to social media. Go to the website, faithfamilyradio.com. Contact us. We want to hear from you. Yes. And if we can just even pray for you. Yes, definitely. Tell us how we can pray for you. And lastly, I just want to say thank you. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with us, even though we are not as consistent as we would like to be. Right. Thank you for seeking to know more about God. Amen. Because that's what's most important. It is is following God, Mm -hmm. doing his will, Mm -hmm. bringing him glory. So until next time, I'm Ryan. And I'm Elaine. May God bless you. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Faith and Family Radio Show. Please share our program with others and leave feedback on social media. Do you have a subject that you'd like us to talk about on a future episode? Let us know at faithfamilyradio.com or by calling 513-900-8070. Thanks for listening and God bless you.